You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Mark Bedard. Today, super excited to talk to Aravinda Bilavara on Marketing Story. Your customer is your hero. Aravinda leads a team of global storytellers to inspire customers to help them solve their problems by leveraging Bentley as the guide. Aravinda has 20 years plus experience in the B2B industry, including enterprise software for automotive, mechanical, and infrastructure engineering. He has an engineering background and works closely with the sales and leadership teams to drive business demand. Aravinda is passionate about connecting teams to business objectives and helping them succeed. Aravinda, really excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Good morning, Mark. How's it going? It's going great. I'm pumped. You know I'm pumped. We've, we've obviously talked a little bit about this. I'm excited to learn a lot more about how we can achieve this. I know we've talked on the show before about some storytelling concepts um, but I really like this take on it, you know, really putting your customer at the focal point of all of your storytelling and making them and ensuring that they're the hero. So I'm pumped to dive in. Excellent, Mark. Excellent. So you know how we start. Uh, talk to me about it. Why Why are we even talking about it? Why is it important? Yep. So I think uh, it's a common problem in the industry, marketeers tend to focus and talk about their brands, about their company. And guess what? In all the noise, customers tune out. And the reason is, what's in it for them? They're not interested in hearing about my grandfather set up this company, or we are 100 years old, or we had X amount of revenue, and we do this, or we do that. They're more interested in how can someone help them solve their problem, the problems they are facing. And they are interested in hearing about that. They are also interested to know who can help them transform themselves. And that's why many of the marketing messages out there just fall into deaf ears because it, it talks about the brand or it talks about the company. It's so interesting. You know, I, I think even right off the bat, there's so many companies out there that kind of consider what you just said, you know, my company is 100 years old. We've been around for X number of, you know, that whole spiel as a story or as storytelling. Um, but that's missing the mark drastically, yeah? Correct. Um, when, we, when we talk to customers, we are talking to a human being. And human beings have emotions. They have problems. They have a need. And ultimately, it's what's in it for them. So it's very important that when we talk to a customer or tell a story. And storytelling has been used for many, many years to help someone remember. You can resonate with it. You know, people live stories. They live stories when they watch a movie. They live stories when they're dreaming. They live stories in their lives. 
Storytelling is a very entertaining and easy way to connect with people, especially if you are able to draw in the emotion and make them resonate or feel in that story. Hmm. I love it. So how, how do we make it resonate? Yeah, so I think the clear answer here is how do we position the customer as the hero, the hero who has a need, who has a problem to solve. And uh, we, we come across many brands which talk about themselves, but here we want to help the customer understand, you know, you have a problem here, you are trying to solve it. We as a guide or we as an expert can come in and we can provide you a way to solve that problem. We can help you solve the problem yourself and then you can transform yourself and then address the issues you're facing. So what happens here in the storytelling concept is the customer remembers you as the person who can help them solve their problems. Mm. As opposed to simply talking, obviously, about yourself or, or talking about you know, right. whatever you want them to understand, right? So it's, it's, it's all linked to their journey and, and solving their pain point, their problem. Correct. And this storytelling can resonate uh, or be specific to different people you speak in an organization. So you could craft a story to tell to a certain persona or a person, or it could be to a C-level person within the organization. Each one has a problem. The CEO has a problem. The CFO has a problem. It could be the VP of a certain department. He or she has a problem. They need to solve that problem, and they would easily resonate with a story where they see themselves in the same situation, and they see that that person has solved that issue with the help of uh, a guide or with the help of someone who is an expert who can help them. Mm. So as long as we continue to have problems, storytelling is going to be an effective means of uh, communicating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would also say, you know, when we tell the story, how simple do we keep it? We don't need a degree, a master's degree in English or, uh, uh, or literature to understand the story. Um, in this world today, um, we have many millennials who are taking on positions and with uh, attention spans and a lot of uh, communication bombarding them. You need the story to be simple and you need the story to be easily understandable. If we confuse them with a story with multiple storylines, that's also not going to serve the purpose here. Hmm. Simplicity is king. Uh, yeah, definitely not the first time we've heard that. So that's good. So is is there, I mean... I'd love for you to make it real to the audience. Do you have an example or is there a framework or something we can we can review and, and go through? Sure. So um, in terms of some of the steps here, I would reiterate is one is the story should connect with your audience. So what's in it for that person? And the second would be take one problem at a time. Don't jam the story or the message with multiple problems. The third would be connect to the emotion or the conflict or the drama the person is facing in that story. And the fourth would be how they solve the problem with your guidance as the company. Uh, And the last would be show the transformation which they achieved by working through and solving that problem. So let me take an example. Um, And uh, so think of me as uh, a person who's talking to you and uh, you are an engineering consultant. So, Mark, you're an engineering consultant, and nice. uh, I'm Arvinda here. So, I meet you over a coffee, and uh, I'm saying, hey, Mark, how are you doing? Mm. Doing well. Ready to hey. get talking about it. 
<laughs> so, Mark, you know what? Uh, we help engineering consultants like you accelerate approvals of uh, design proposals with all project stakeholders and win more work. You know, we recently worked with a project manager who wanted to engage the public, take their feedback, build consensus on a design project for a much needed corridor improvement which was happening in the state. So here what I'm doing is with Mark, who's an engineering consultant, I'm having this connection. I'm, I'm building the connection where I'm saying, you know, we worked with someone like you and there was a problem and uh, we helped them solve the problem. So we're making that connection here. The second piece of the story is I'm going right to the person. Um, so Mark, we work with a project manager, Matt, was assigned a four-mile corridor improvement project. And he was facing a lot of existing conditions. The age of the data was pretty old. And he also needed to meet regulatory compliance, which created a lot of challenge for the project schedule and budget. Now, Matt's greatest hurdle with any state-funded project was public involvement, demonstrating to them why their money was required and why their inconvenience was required in order to improve the corridor's efficiency, enhance safety, and improve quality of life. And Matt needed a solution that could integrate all these types of data, develop multiple alternatives, and show the public the true design intent. He needed the confidence, no matter who he was working with, that the 3D model they create would be up to date, and they would be able to realistically show the visualization of the design. And because of this impending public scrutiny, there was no room for errors. So here we are saying, you know, what Matt was looking for in the story. Mm -hmm. Now I come to the emotional piece where Matt wanted a better way to visualize the project need and the proposed solution of the public stakeholders. He was wary of traditional methods of setting up all these large static printouts of project plans and profiles at public meetings. He needed to do something different. So now we are setting up the drama where I'm hooking you who is listening and you are empathizing with Matt here. Mm -hmm. Now I come to how uh, and what is going to go on. So Matt and his team needed to be able to show project stakeholders why the existing conditions need to be addressed. He needed to show project stakeholders what needed to occur for safe movement of people and goods. Matt needed to show project stakeholders how his team would address concerns, including environmental impacts. Now, Matt's team became aware of product ORD, and they used it quickly and easily to design the project flyover. They not only used and integrated all these different data types, but they were able to rapidly create a high-quality 3D visual for the team. Now I'm connecting that to the results here. Yeah, yeah now I'm bringing the resolution, which is Matt and team were able to create animations to show the local public a preview of the final design. The 3D design provided the public with a clear visualization of the scope and the what the modifications were required. Matt was able to cut down the review time in half and still get all the necessary approvals. And guess what? The local news outlets, online platforms, social media, all leveraged this animation for more viewing and communication with the public. Now I bring in where I want you, Mark, to remember me as the person who can help you solve the problem. So I closed off with, Matt knew he had a complex project on his hands. He and his team were up to the challenge because 
They were confident in their expertise and product ORE's ability to not only perform the required engineering, but also enable better public involvement. So Mark, don't let complex terrain, varying data types and public approvals for funding scare you. You know, engineering is complicated, but your software doesn't have to be. We can help and show you how product ORD can transform the way you work and win more business. Right, so I close the story here. So what we are doing here is we are going through the story and uh, creating the connection, initial connection with the person, telling them what problem they were facing, what emotions they were facing, uh, and how they solved the problem, um, which led to their success. And then I'm saying, you know, remember me because I can help you solve the problem. So if you, if you see here, as a company, we are coming right at the end. All through the process of the story, it was all about Matt. So Matt here is the hero. Matt here transformed himself. He was able to solve the problem. He was able to come out of the situation by addressing the problem himself, though with a guide or an expert, which is me as the company or me as the expert. Mm. It's it's definitely crystal clear. Like it, it's almost uh, I, I think about um, maybe like a like a Disney story or something like that, like something right. where you kind of know the plot, what's going to happen, right? You're going to okay. have some introduction, some character development, some conflict arise, uh, you know, some problem, some challenge. And then at the end, you know, you've got that resolution. Uh, yes. So very similar. Yes. And I think what is interesting here is uh, when we look at uh, uh, heroes we resonate with, we, we resonate and empathize with heroes who struggle. It's not the superhero who's got everything easy. World is so simple for the superhero. Nobody likes them because they can solve it by the click of a button. But we empathize <laughs> with someone who struggles, who falls down, gets up. Those are the stories. Those are the movies we like and we love them. Mm, very interesting. So showing like really, I think when you were going through it, Aravinda, one of the things that I, I kept going back to and I was trying to think, where, where do most people fall off the wagon? I'll ask you actually prior to you know giving my two cents on it. Like, where do you feel most people uh, are unsuccessful with storytelling? Where where do they stop as it relates to that five step process? I again, I I don't think uh, you could fit in a formula in a storyline in that sense. The the way I'm trying to communicate is um, you can tell a story in different ways. Um, in, or, in order to make sure that it's not coming across as a template. I think that is key. Uh, as a marketeer, the first thing you want to remember is, who are you talking to? So uh, are you talking to uh, a C-level person? Are you talking to a mid-level person in the organization? Are you talking to somebody else? That's the first piece. And what is the problem they are facing? So uh, many times we tell a story which can talk to everybody, then it speaks to none. Right. So in order to keep this simple, uh, you may have to tell different stories to different uh, personas or different uh, types of people or customers. And then you may want to tell a story for each type of problem they may face. For example, in the story I related to you, the problem this person was facing was making sure that the public is involved and he is able to quickly present to them options where he can get the approvals. 
Now, another person in the same organization may be facing a different problem, which is he may be more worried about all these different formats of data he wants to integrate to create a design which is minimal error. So in construction, whatever flyover this project is coming up with has uh, very minimal errors in the project. Uh, so when during construction, they want to, they don't want to find out there's a utility down there when they're digging, for example. Mm, sure. Then you tell the story where you, you are having the same product here, but for this other person, you're saying how this product can build all the data, bring in all the data, make sure you do all the checking before the design is published so the errors are almost zero when you publish your design deliverables. Mm, so, so the key here is to not to confuse multiple stories into one story, but keep it simple. So know who you're talking to, know what the problem is, and easily tell them uh, how they can solve their problem. I, I would agree 100%. I, I was actually, the, the point I was going to make was it's it's one value prop or it's one, like yes. you said, it's keeping it simple. It's one problem that you're really articulating in totality. And obviously linking, you know, and sales were always told, you know, find the emotion, right? Link it to emotion. Try to find uh, the pain points and really emphasize the pain. Make the make the buyer feel the pain, right? That's what we've been told yes. for a long time. So yeah. um, that's a critical element to it. But I think one of the, the beauties of, of that story was it was it was very simplistic to even someone outside of engineering to follow, right? I, I knew exactly... I felt like I knew Matt's pain points as you were talking about them and Matt's, uh, you know, emotional challenges too, right? You were walking yeah. through how it's okay as long as uh, you go with XYZ company, right? I was looking for your checkbook there, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Send yeah. it on track. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think the other aspect is if we want to win business, keep it simple. You want to win a literary award then you can take the freedom of putting all kinds of complicated sentences, weaving in all kinds of things you want, right? So very crystal clear what you want to achieve here. You want to win more business. You want to win the hearts of your customer. Make them the centerpiece. Mm, I love it. One of the things that I know we, we covered, you know, obviously it's, it, I'm, I'm getting the, the whole scheme of it all, which is, you know, obviously we're, we're trying to solve one problem here. We're trying mm -hmm. to drive it to a specific persona. So obviously we need those things aligned, right? Mm -hmm. I need to know the C-level individual that I'm trying to pitch to. Well, what is, what is that person really concerned with? And develop a narrative and a story specifically tailored for that individual. Yeah. And then one of the things that, that I'd love you to, to talk on a little bit more is talk about the transforming piece. Cause I feel that that happens it happened right there at the end uh, as you were, you know, providing or telling them how you solve the problem with them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the company helps. That transforming piece, I feel, is really critical to landing a very effective story. But but I'd love a little more color on it. Sure. If you could. Sure. So uh, the, the central understanding is uh, as a character, the character needs transformation. And I can give an example. In the story, um, we had Matt who was wary of old methods or traditional methods. He was not sure of himself or, his, uh, or what he was supposed to do here. When he created this visualization, he was now confident um, that he was able to solve it. So from being wary, he's now confident and mm. successful. 
So that's one transformation. And this could be different for different personas. Uh, it could be frustration of being unproductive for one persona. Um, it could be uh, safety for another persona. It could be, I don't want to be in the morning news for a C-level persona. Mm-hmm. For the wrong yeah. reasons, right? So there are different things here. So safety could be a transformation there uh, from uh, one uh, state to another. So it's understanding what that persona is and understanding what transformation the persona would most align with and then tell your story. Got it. Got it. I love that, you know, wary to confident. Uh, that and, and when you're crafting these, that makes a lot of sense. When you're crafting these stories, are, I would assume you're aligning all of these certainly prior to writing it. So you're saying, what is the transformation that's going to take place for that persona? What do they actually care about? What's the kind of the yes. heartstrings that we're pulling at, right? So you're already predetermined that prior to even crafting this, where you're like, I'm going to take Matt from being wary to being confident in this project. Is that right? Right. right. So it's a simple process. If you really look at it, it's a simple process where uh, you have a crystal clear understanding of whom you're talking to. So once you know whom you're talking to and what is that one problem they're, they are worried with and you want to solve for them or you're, you're able to provide expertise so that they can solve, you are able to write the story. You can actually create multiple stories for the same persona for different problem types of problem they may be facing. And it may not be at the same point in time. So right now, Matt may be interested in getting public approval at some point in time, he solved that. At a later point in time, uh, he may want to have um, a different data types to be integrated and uh, making sure that there are no errors within the design. So that's a different problem. Later, when the project is done, uh, they may be more worried about something else. Maybe they are worried about uh, maintenance, and then that's a different issue. So it's the same person, but uh, they may be facing different problems at different points in time, and you're able to craft a story which is able to tell them how they can solve that particular problem. And you're not talking I about you're not talking about your brand or your company in that story till you you bring that connection to solving that problem. Mm. It's very little actually in the entire story when you're going through the example there. Of, of talking about anything around the company. It's really more that the hero in our, in our scenario, Matt, you know, partnered with the organization and worked through it and yes. solved it. Right. That's and, it. Uh, that was pretty much, you know, that was, yes. that was the big thing. Right. Um, that's cool. I really like it. I like the simplicity of it all. Obviously the persona component to it, I think is really critical in linking back always to that hero and and what does that you know who is this hero what do they care about what's you know what's going to connect with them first and foremost what problems do they face what emotions are going to resonate or what emotions are those people feeling um and obviously solving the problem is like we said very quick piece of it all uh, and drove home very succinctly and then what state of transformation afterward is that person going to have correct Correct. Very and cool. I think um, for me and my team, uh, we, uh, as I said, we are a team of storytellers and uh, we love writing uh, stories to our audiences. And basically it's communicating to them how they can 
um, solve their issues or solve their problems. And uh, this story, which I communicate, which I shared with you today, was written one of my team members. I, of course, modified it a little bit uh, for this particular podcast, but uh, you can see um, uh, how the story was created for one persona here. Hmm. I, I keep thinking, obviously, on, on the sales side of this house, Aravinda, I'm like, I keep thinking about if obviously every one of these kind of case studies, if you will, or well, they could be a million mediums, right? But case study, video testimonial, whatever it is, um, sales folks would use those, right? I mean, sales, sales folks would put all this to work. And I keep I keep thinking uh, how, how we could um, better align as sales marketers to if salespeople understood all of this, right, and, and certainly maybe your guys' salespeople do, right, but I've been in a lot of organizations where it's not that linked, right, and I've got a bunch of case studies to choose from, and, you know, I, I don't really know which one to choose for the specific scenario that I'm encountering. But if I knew, hey, this case study is really to sell to X, Y, and Z, and you're, in this case, you know, persona of Matt, right, if he's an engineer or whatever it is, these are the kinds of traits that Matt is portraying, and I can actually align that to a real-world sales example. That would be, I mean, that would be ideal, right? That would be just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you bring um, a really nice uh, um, context to this here. Uh, sales uh, personnel love uh, this story, that concept of storytelling, because it's easy for them to remember. So hmm. when you look at case studies which are written. They're written in a way which is for reading purposes. It's difficult to orally relate or convey that information. So when you look at case studies which are on websites or in the print media, and when you're talking to someone, it's difficult to read that and convey that in the same way or as sure. how you can talk. So when sales, uh, when the salesperson meets um, some, some of the personas, or the customers, they know from their work that this person has a certain problem and they are able to remember, easily remember the story because stories are easy to remember. You try to remember a case study, it becomes difficult. There's all kinds of data in there. X numbers, so many hours, this, that, all of that is inside the case study. Whereas here, it's a simple concept and the salesperson remembers multiple of these stories where they can connect, okay, this person has this problem and I can easily tell the story and help them understand how by working with us, they're able to solve that problem. It becomes very easy for the salesman. They love uh, these stories. Absolutely. I, I can think about it. It's, you know, very simple. And I think about, you know, Matt, the wary engineer who is looking to gain public approval. Yes. Uh, you know, and how that, that guy transformed yes. to yes. Matt, the confident engineer who got public approval and expedited it in short order, right? Correct. Um, that's great. It's very easy. I like my new job as a as a, as a solutions consultant over, over there. That's good. <laughs> excellent. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, that's excellent. What, what any pieces to the storytelling um, component and really specifically making the customer our hero that we didn't cover that we should, we should uh, re-highlight? Practice makes you perfect. So, uh, you create a story, and uh, as as a marketeer, you want to write the story in different ways. It's uh, I would say uh, uh, it's practice. Uh, it appears simple at the same time. Simple is not so simple. Um, you have to keep writing it. Uh, you have to review with your team members. You have to work with your peers. Uh, have uh, reviews with them. Give plus delta feedback, and refine the way you uh, 
write the story. Um, and there's uh, there's usually a lot of expertise within your peer group which could be tapped into. So you don't have to do it alone. You don't you're not alone there. And uh, your peers would be happy to participate in the storytelling in the story writing. And as a team, um, they can really grow in storytelling. Yeah, there's I, every time I talk about storytelling and listen to professionals like yourself uh, dive into it. Um, for any naive sales guy on the other side of the fence that's like, yeah, storytelling, yeah, it's not much. There's so much science behind this, and there's way more components uh, that make up an effective story. Um, it's really impressive, and I, I really do enjoy it, obviously, uh, coming from the sales side of the fence. Yep. And ultimately, um, all of this uh, leads to business for the company, right? Why are we telling the story? Um, you know, we are telling the story to help yep. the customer solve the problem. Uh, they're able to identify themselves as the, as the person who can solve it. At the same time, uh, in order to solve the problem, uh, they come they come to you, and uh, when they come to you, that's where the business relationship starts. Um, so we have to remember the why uh, piece uh, as well as to why are we telling the story to this person. Uh, everyone wants to be the hero, yep. the hero of their own story. Makes sense. So we, we always ask, Aravinda, we, we always say uh, as we wrap up the show, um, is there anyone that you would suggest that we, we also have on the podcast? Is there anyone you'd recommend? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, th- I can think of two, uh, two uh, authors, I would say. I was pretty... Uh, impressed by uh, and learned quite a bit by reading their books. Uh, Donald Miller, who's the author of Building a Story Brand, um, very nice book and a lot of great insights. Another author is uh, Michael Harris, who's the author of Insight Selling. I learned quite a bit, a lot of insights by reading both their books. So I would highly recommend um, these two uh, for uh, your podcast. Awesome. Donald Miller. And Michael Harris. And, and just to confirm, that's insight selling, correct? Correct. Insight okay. selling, yeah. Very cool. Um, well, we'll have to uh, reach out to him, see if we can't get him on. That's excellent. Uh, we've, if we had to make a, a hashtag for the podcast, what do you think it would be called? Um, customer is your hero. There's only one answer right, right for that one. Absolutely. <laughs> and obviously, uh, folks are going to want to reach out, Aravinda. What, what's the best means for you? I'm on LinkedIn. Um, so they can easily reach out to me on LinkedIn. Happy to. Awesome. It was a pleasure learning from you. And uh, we'll have to have you back on. I want to do maybe a spotlight series or something else. We'll, we'll tackle something uh, something more um, in depth, or maybe we'll dive into one of these components and dive into it for, for a quick stint. What do you think? Excellent. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you, Mark. Likewise. Thank you, Aravind. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us and share these insights with your peers.